Welcome back to She Rates Dogs. The podcast. I'm Michaela, And I'm Matt. And I think this is the first time we've come in with our own voices in a yeah. bit of time now. <laughs> it's been a while. Every week we're like, it'd be so funny. <laughs> if we did like but, a But we keep accent. doing it. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're very excited. Today we are going to be talking about mental health. Um, we've gotten so many great questions and just comments from you guys um, for talking points. It's obviously... A very vast subject there's so many effects and there's so many kinds and there's you know there's just so much mm-hmm. to unpack and like there's so many different causes too so yeah especially right now we thought was a good time to do an episode like this because i think a few episodes ago we mentioned how seasonal depression plus pandemic depression plus, plus regular depression right we're all kind of <laughs> converging and yeah. i will say it has happened um it so, has not been great for us no it's yeah it's fine um we're not going to be super negative Oh no, it wasn't great for us. It wasn't great for us minutes ago, but (laughs) everything is different now. We're all good now. (laughs) So yeah, we're very excited. Of course, we're going to catch up, Tinder by Tuesday, answer some questions, discuss our own experiences, you know the drill, and end it with the Bachelor recap. Yes, yes, yes. Very excited. I will say, if you are a girl who whose husband is talking to this a, is important, so listen up. Right, if you're a girl whose husband is talking to a Colombian woman, we can't get to your question this week because we have a lot. But dump him, and we will get to it next week. We will address it next week, and but unpack dump it more. him. But we want to make sure we get in there and say this now. <laughs> Start the paperwork now. We will get back to you next week. Right. We promise. <laughs> okay, let's catch up, Matt. All right. Uh, um. <laughs> all right. So my week has been fine. I haven't done much. Uh-huh. The old me, the old me was crying a lot this past week. So but true. I'm changed now as of what, an hour ago? I'm yeah. a new man. I realized I was talking to someone and then I realized that I need to focus kind of more on my mental health before I can mm-hmm. give myself to anyone. So I kind of ended that. Yeah. Matt was saying it's just unfair at the moment because he doesn't want to do a lot of stuff that he normally would. Like he doesn't really want to talk that much. Yeah. We spend time together and you know, that just doesn't my really. My horniness is down. I yeah. am not horny anymore. And it has been a while since I've been horny. So I need mm-hmm. for anybody's sake, I need to get that up. I need to get my <laughs> mental health up before I can like give myself to anyone. Yeah, actually, a lot of our little catching up things this week kind of tie into our episode. Yeah. This week, I bought a poster board so that I can make like a vision board type situation Mm -hmm. of all the things I've done this year that I'm a little bit proud of to remind myself and be happy. Um, Michaela has been doing so much to like try and help her mental health. She's like, I like each week. week, Yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm meditating this week. Here's my new five part plan. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm proud of you for it. Thank you. No, this actually does help. Actually, meditating does help a lot, too, because it just it makes you feel a bit more in the moment. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of my struggles can be helped by writing things down or just like grounding myself Mm -hmm. or just like not having all these unanswered fears and anxieties. Well, I love that because a lot for me, a lot of the times I'm like worried about my future, what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do with my life. And I think meditating, like you said, it kind of grounds yourself in that moment. And that's a great way to kind of Mm -hmm. escape those thoughts for even if it's just like five or 10 minutes. Right. And I have this theory that anyone who's like, in the public eye at all or even just uses Twitter a lot, their brain starts to kind of mimic the activity of like a bipolar depressive Mm -hmm. personality because you get this ridiculous amount of gratification that the human brain isn't used to and all this validation and then it goes away. Yeah. And then you're like feeling really down. And one thing that I've noticed is like when I look back at the year and when I'm doing interviews or people are talking to me about things that I've done over the last year, I'm like, oh yeah, I have done cool things this year. Like I have made accomplishments and whatever, but I just don't really appreciate it Mm -hmm. anymore. Like I don't give myself any credit for things that that. I'm proud of so I was like I'm gonna make a poster board I'm gonna have something to remind me that Mm -hmm. I'm not a little shit-brained idiot who doesn't do anything and you're gonna post on there once a day or what did or write on it once a day or what did you say so the poster board I'm gonna try to just do all the things I'm proud of and like add to it Uh and then I'm writing down in notes each day something Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for and something I'm proud of from that day yeah so that's like littler things yeah like but just to even use to go back and look at so you do realize that you've like accomplished things or things you're proud of Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would so that the poster board's like a big vision board type thing. But uh-huh. the little notes are like it's called um gratitude, daily gratitude uh-huh. and then 
think the little thing you're proud of is different, but I'm just doing both. Yeah. And it, it can be very, very small. Like I'm proud of myself for taking the trash out. Yeah. I'm proud of myself for like checking three things off of my to-do list uh-huh. when there was like seven, you know, like they don't it doesn't have to be have these to be, super big things that you've done. Yeah. Just like giving yourself a pat on the back. And it also, I feel encourages me to do more the next day. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'm thinking like, Oh, that'll be good. When I write like a to-do list for what I need to do uh-huh. over the day, I'll add things that are super fucking easy. Yeah, just so, so that, you can check them off. So I'll check one off and yeah. it'll more motivate me more to do a bit harder yeah. of one. No, I do that too. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll, I'll be like, text back that person about this thing. And like, I'll check, <laughs> I'll check that off and I'll feel good. It'll be like, yeah. okay, like maybe now I'll make coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's a, a great point. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to. I'm happy with that. I'm trying really hard, you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm waking up today with the mindset that, like, December, once I get through December, it's going to start being a lot better. And I'm trying to make plans for the future yeah. in order to remind myself that this space we're in is temporary. And, and I like the attitude that you've had. I think you've been saying it for a mm-hmm. couple of weeks. You've already mentioned it once on this episode, but you're not going to, like, focus on the negativity. You're going to say, mm-hmm. like, in the past. Something like that, even if it was 10 minutes ago. (laughs) And making plans is very important, I think, for right now, because one of the biggest issues is we just all feel like we're in this endless slump. Time doesn't make sense anymore. Mm. There's no end date at the current moment, but they are starting to like give vaccines. My best friend, Ellie, you guys all probably know who she is, but she is pretty high on the vaccine list Mm because she has like pre existing conditions yeah. so hopefully once she gets it she can come hang out with yeah. me <laughs> and be able to do things yeah i went to the drive-in the mo- the drive-in movies oh that's fun yeah i went and saw the grinch mm. i did not realize i for- i guess i had known before but i didn't remember i'm very attracted to the grinch uh- I don't know what it is. He's got like the belly. Are He's you got attracted to green? Because maybe it's green. Ogres <laughs> I don't know. Every but I, it's like the not even the cartoon, like the Jim Carrey version. He okay. had like the belly, what? the green fur. I was like, hold on. He could get it. He Does could this absolutely need to be a get segment? it. Like I list out <laughs> the most grotesque cartoon and characters I'm just like, and wood then or wouldn't. we get <laughs> Do you almost if you think we should do wood or wouldn't with Matt George? <laughs> maybe that can be a segment or something. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think that it might be shocking yes. to people. <laughs> or every, not shocking. Every at year the, at you're like, point. you know who I realize is really sexy? <laughs> and then you're like, the germ that's under your foot when you wake up. <laughs> okay, let me live. Let me live my life. I also did something else. What'd you do? So I know you guys know that I have been trying very hard to get on Love Island. Right. I don't think, I think it's over. I think my Love Island run is over. Did they just not reply? They just ghosted me, okay. which That's, like fine, whatever. Yeah. I appreciate people who respond, but whatever, you can <laughs> ghost me. But I realized there are so many other shows like that that only have heterosexual people on it. So I could just apply to another one. Exactly. So I have That's made so a straight Twitter, okay. straight Matt. And I've been posting on there about, I think I tweeted about farting. Um, I was like, I will shit my pants because I think that's something that straight people do. So on Matt's normal account, he tweeted, my parents named me Matt because men are trash. And then on his straight Twitter account, (laughs) he tweeted, my parents named me Matt because... Men are tough. For tough. So stupid. So it's working. I know my audience. Every day you have like a new Twitter account. I'm I'm like trying all of these like weird things to be happy and Matt's just making more fucking Twitter accounts. Maybe another Twitter account will make me happy. Literally just making it worse. So that's how my life is going. I think that's lovely. Um, Yeah, just apply to all of those. We talk about how much there need to be more gay dating shows all the time. They would be so much more entertaining. I think so, too. I think it would be a lot more drama filled. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what the people like. That's Mm -hmm. what we need. We need that kind of stuff in these times. Right. Speaking of gay drama, Matt, one of Matt's (laughs) new accounts. (laughs) It's called. What did I call it? I don't know. Gay struggles or something? No, gay fails. Gay fails. I just made it today. Don't hold me to this. I don't know. It's called Gay Fails, but Mm -hmm. it's like taking screenshots of LGBTQ plus people Mm -hmm. failing at whatever they're doing. Like someone tried to put an avocado seed down the disposal, the garbage disposal, and he was like, you can't do that. He learned that today. Oh, those are fucking big. Yeah. Like like, the husk He was like, yeah. He was like, it was food. I thought you could. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Matt will like repost a lot of little ads for like butterfly jewelry (laughs) or little (laughs) knit scarves or whatever. So I saw him retweet one of those, and then I saw him tweet like, 
go follow gay what is it fails go follow gay fails and i'm like i texted him and i was like did you make this account and he was like are you mad i was like no like you just post a lot of ads and you're also not following it so like i forgot to follow myself and follow it so so we're having a lot of fun you guys um with that said something to really brighten your day tinder bio tuesday nothing lifts my spirits (laughs) than some shitty bios absolutely um, if you guys heard like two weeks ago, I said that I had a police officer one um, because Matt had one and then I ended up not reading it. Um, Is it coming out this week? I'm going to read it this Ooh, week. Perfect. But not yet. Oh. Okay. You ready? Yes. But this one's ex-infantry, which I believe is a military thing. Yeah. It sounds military. But this is a different one. So. Oh, okay. It's a theme. Um, his <laughs> name is James. Oh, wait. Is this? No, it's not my ex. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hold on a second. <laughs> I just probably laughed so no, hard in someone's ears. He's older than that. Just want peace. Lose some weight, bitch. I've been described as manipulative, toxic, abusive, the devil. I would never hit a woman unless my dick was in her. Chronic shy boy. I hate weed but like stones. Currently dope, sick, needing psychedelics to regain whatever humanity I've had left. A fun night out with me is a magical time with massages and colors galore. I like fried foods. Come be the lead singer in my band. Homicidal fantasies and suicidal ideation sounds like a good time. Huh. You spelled good wrong. <laughs> like G-E-W-D? Like G-I-O-D. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> so he likes homicide. Right, which would, yeah, that might be the worst part. That's not great. There are But few... it was just, I know a lot of people who see his bio are going to be shocked after he says, like, lose some weight bitch and then he's like people have described me as manipulative and toxic i don't know where that right, comes because from because he came in with this gentle outlook yeah. on humanity <laughs> and then he goes wait a minute i'm different <laughs> and you're like what like, why would anyone call you that that's so crazy yeah. james oh his job is straight man by the way perfect also. okay <laughs> so it's out for me i'm gonna give him a negative 14 out of 10 because i don't really appreciate murderers okay too much right and that's totally yeah fair. i mean if if i'm wrong feel free to dm me call me leave me a mean message saying i'm wrong but yeah that's just how i feel right because we're not trying to be hateful to no. anybody no 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 but we just aren't for the murderer no no tendency. we try and stay away from that kind of stuff yeah i'm gonna go negative uh 12 out of 10 okay and if james if you're listening mm-hmm. we didn't mean it we think you're a great guy please don't murder us unless it gets like it's a cool murder where I like possibly end up on a podcast. That would be fine. But if it's just like a normal Matt, murder. You're already on a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. I, well, I meant like them talking about it. Whatever. Okay. So for the next one, I have Alex. He is 40. His bio reads, I'm a 40-year-old single man originally from Texas. Moved to bleep. I'm looking for a woman who's a little bit wild, but a whole lot of sweet and romantic. She gives as good as she gets, doesn't mind I'm a geek sometimes, and likes random road trips, and she gives as good... Wait, he says the same thing again. (laughs) And likes random road trips, and she gives as good as she gets, and doesn't mind I'm a weird mix of a Christian Grey and Disney Prince Charming. Dot, 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 dot. And she wears thongs, LOL. What? (laughs) Also, like, Christian Grey and Prince Charming? Yeah. He's watching two types of yeah. like movies. He's like a weird guy to me. Okay. I like that he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. He did say, and she has to wear thongs. Um, so. That's so weird. Yeah, but wait, and, I have something like that in mind. My next one too. Oh, do you? I'm yeah. gonna give this one a negative six out of ten. Okay. Yeah, negative seven out of ten. Okay. All right. This is. Oh, their name's cut off, but he's a police officer. Perfect. One. I hate complication. Don't make shit hard if it doesn't have to be. What I look for in a woman is ambition and strive. She's got to be a worker and knowledgeable of real life. Being grown ain't easy. She has to know how to dress, of course, and like wearing heels. I love a female in heels. Um, (laughs) Doesn't have to be all the time. But what makes me happy is everything I just listed. And a caring female. I like to be babied, but I'm a gangster at heart. For the right woman, I can be soft when it's time. T-I, I think time, time is what he was going to go for. Yeah, and then it got cut off. I just like that he like does three sentences <laughs> about heels. heels. He is very into heels, ladies. So mm-hmm. I don't... Probably just a foot fetish. Oh, maybe he does have a foot right. fetish. Yeah, because he likes show that off arch, feet. Yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that makes what sense. That's the vibe I'm getting. Okay, yeah. Negative 11 out of 10. I don't think you should ever tell someone what they should be wearing. Right, and we don't love female 
We don't love police officers. Wait. Oh, the word female. I was like, females. We, we don't mind. <laughs> females. We don't mind. <laughs> Matt's like, we just don't like their Wait, body we parts. We just don't want anything to do with their bodies, but they're not bad. <laughs> they're not evil. The word females comes off as right. disgusting. <laughs> Got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Negative. I don't know. Eight out of ten. I'm it's gonna- not necessarily aggressive i don't like that he was telling you what to wear yeah i hated the way he said that that to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right guys topic of the the day depression (laughs) that's us trying to not be depressed i hope it worked (laughs) all right you guys so um good questions to be honest uh there were a few that kind of were in the same Um, subject like we got a couple about anxiety making you feel like everyone hates you when there's no actual logic behind it we did get a couple of those so i'm going to read one of them okay and then we will discuss it that's fine with me if you haven't recorded the pod episode yet how do you prevent your irrational anxiety mind from taking over and creating situations that aren't there one of my friends was busy and couldn't hang out with me and rationally i knew he was just having a full week but my irrational brain took over and insisted that he just hates me and didn't want to hang out with me because he's annoyed by me i hope this made some sense love both of you guys and the pod mm-hmm. first of all this does make sense yes because it does. i do that yes matt does it too uh-huh. who did you say you do it with you told me a little bit ago you said that this happens to you after a certain thing oh after i drank oh yeah yeah i had this problem with when i was like overly drinking a lot i would Mm -hmm. wake up the next day and think like everybody i was with hates me so i don't know if it really has to do with that it's just kind of the feeling i had but i definitely understand thinking being in that mindset that people aren't liking you because they're Mm -hmm. ignoring you and my biggest or best advice for that is to just keep yourself busy Mm -hmm. um i know in these times it's hard to not want to like talk to people because you have nothing else to do but if you just find like a hobby um, or something that keeps you active instead of just waiting for the text back. That yeah. kind of helps a little bit. And I I have this a lot of the time. I think Ellie and I text each other every day being like, do you hate me now? <laughs> 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 or like with my mom, I've had to be like, could you add some emojis to yeah. the ends of your text messages? You add, you've done that to me too. Yeah, because <laughs> you text me. Okay, yeah. So because I have this issue, I think everyone's always mad at me and doesn't like me anymore. Yeah. But it's also probably just like, the way I feel about myself, yeah. maybe. And nope. I'm projecting that onto other people. Mm-hmm. But I think talking about it to my friends has helped in general. Like like I was saying with Ellie, we've discussed that we both feel this way. Mm-hmm. And like the things that we can do to make each other feel cared for. And, you know, my mom sends me emojis now. Um, <laughs> Matt still doesn't. Matt doesn't, <laughs> Matt doesn't do anything that I tell him would help I, me out. I tried the other day. I said, hey, da, 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 instead of... <laughs> <laughs> starts every conversation with me with one of those really scary opener texts like hey can we talk about something and then he will be like i got a crock pot and i'm so stressed out and it's not a joke i'm like very stressed about it and matt thinks it's so funny and he keeps doing it i keep accidentally doing it i don't know i don't know why you're like this but yeah also ellie has her auto caps off and it always makes me think she's mad yeah you know what i mean scare me um, but yeah, I think talking to people about it can help and perhaps you guys are in situations where you have talked about it and it's just still a part of your life. Yeah. But sort of writing things out. I feel that when I'm having irrational thoughts, like writing out my thoughts makes me look at it and be like, oh, this, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Because when things are just in my brain floating there, they feel more tangible. Yeah. And then... I, when I used to use the texting therapy app, it wasn't even like they didn't give me advice. They didn't really give me great feedback. But I would just notice that when I was having like a fit of irrational thoughts, I would text them what I was thinking. And in the middle of typing it out, I'd be like, okay, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to like just realize that like at least she's realizing that mm-hmm. she is being irrational. That usually honestly does fix it a yeah. lot of the time. It's just that sometimes I don't want to. Yeah. Or like I forget that I could just do that. But it's hard sometimes to be mm-hmm. like, I, I know this isn't true, mm-hmm. but I still kind of believe it a little bit. Yeah. And I definitely had that after drinking as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's actually a name for that. It's pretty common for like post-drinking anxiety or something like that. Yeah. Morning after And I anxiety. think that's one of the things we're going to talk about later is like a sign of depression is overcompensating with like drinking a little bit so oh. if you are feeling that it's probably best to like stay away from like any Mean alcohol college. or dr- yeah <laughs> so 
<laughs> Stay away from that kind of stuff. <laughs> um. So yeah, write stuff out. Like if you haven't talked to your friends about it, try that first. Mm-hmm. I'd say let them know like what in the way they speak to you could make you feel better. Yeah. Just be open and honest with them. And Whether it's an emoji and that might fix yeah. it or just... <laughs> the way you start your sentences. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, try to really get your friends to hear it and actually... <laughs> but and be like, please. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Next question. Advice on how to mentally recover after having a shit college GPA because of COVID. I lost my financial aid because of it and it feels like ass. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about this just because... It was so bad for me in college. I have ADHD and depression and I can't do basic tasks a lot of the time. And then with the ADHD, it's more about like getting started is really hard for me. Mm -hmm. So like I was saying earlier with like those to-do lists with easy stuff, like once I would get started on doing like progressive, I don't yeah. that's probably not being used right in the sense, but like progressive (laughs) things for that day, it sort of got me in a bit of a role. But I had semesters where I just absolutely fucked up and I actually did get like a medical emotional withdrawal from one semester that I did really bad by getting my therapist to write them a letter about how messed up my head was well everybody experiences different things that Mm -hmm. kind of interferes with their education like you had your medical reason right now I can't even imagine having to go through COVID Mm -hmm. and all the unknowns with that it's just important to know that like your GPA doesn't define you you said you had one bad semester even if you had like 10 bad semesters, it's not something that's going to define you and you can still find a way to make it work. I would just say like realize what you did wrong last semester that kind of interfered with your um, classes and made mm-hmm. you struggle a little bit with that and try and avoid those or become better from that. Yeah, I would also say like try to get it removed because it worked for me yeah. when I had really bad mental health issues. If you have a therapist or if you have like or if you could go to one and get them to write you something, a lot of the time petitioning it. I th- I feel like colleges right now might be extra considerate to those mm-hmm. things. And I did get, well, I guess you're on a financial aid scholarship, but I did get a partial tuition refund for that semester. Not a full one, but like they still do make it better. And there's no harm in trying that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, if you can do that, it'll feel like now you have a second chance and you really want to take advantage of it. I'd say, like, the semesters that I bounced back really hard and did really well, I, like, fully cut out the stuff that was wasting my time. Like, I didn't watch a single TV show one semester, and I was way happier. I was so much more busy, but, mm-hmm. like, because I was so busy, I was getting even more done. It wasn't like I was overwhelmed. Like, yeah. Sort of just <clears throat> focusing on doing a lot made me feel better and for me when I keep myself busy I stop thinking about like Mm -hmm. the bad things that are happening so that could be a good there's so much more reward in that than you think I was on another podcast and we were talking about how like I got to leave school and get a job where I'm online and like I feel like that might be the dream for people, but Mm -hmm. I realize that it isn't a better situation. (laughs) Like it's not more fun to not be in school and not have a job you have to go to. Like structure really is great. Mm -hmm. Just keep yourself busy and have like a calendar or a planner each day and have Mm -hmm. um, times allocated to different things. If you need to take like a gap semester or a gap year, I feel like... For some reason, there's a lot of um, stress around the idea of doing that. But a lot of the time when you're doing badly, you might just not even feel motivated. Yeah, you might need a reset or you might not even feel motivated for like what you're studying or Mm -hmm. you need to like consider what your end goals are and sort of taking some space away from that can be helpful to that. And I think financial scholarships wait for like a gap semester. Yeah, and I think right now would be a great gap semester, gap mm-hmm. year or whatever just because of whatever everything's going on, you can take that yeah. time to really focus on yourself. You can definitely make it up and I don't think that when you're applying to jobs in the future it's going to matter that much and I also think that people are going to understand if you're like, "Oh yeah, when COVID happened, I had a bad semester." Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I wouldn't I think feel people like will be very of- understanding about like weird situations that's happened at this time. Yes, but Mental health and college, man, they can be so hard yeah. together. Like, <laughs> once you get a little bit behind, it gets really stressful. It but all starts like tumbleweeding or what is it? Tumble? Tum- what are the the snowballs? Tumble ball? Snowballing. 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 So effect. true. Yes. So true. Go off. <laughs> Go off, Matt. <laughs> uh, but sending love your way. Yes. Um, I've been there and it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, next question for mental health episode. What is your advice on still working and putting on a happy face when you don't have any motivation to do so? I'm struggling with this right now and I will take any advice thrown at me. 
P.S. Matt, I'm glad you're finally living your straight dreams on Twitter. <laughs> thank you. Or, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so hard to stay motivated right now in mm-hmm. doing things. I just think having like something each day, I think doing what we talked about earlier where we write down what we did that day and what mm-hmm. we're proud of or make a to-do list so you can cross those things off. I think that really helps keep you motivated. Yeah. And I also like want to take a moment to be like if you're not super motivated or accomplishing a ton right now that's also yeah okay like you I don't want anyone to be beating themselves up because they're less productive right now than usual that's Mm -hmm. very normal and like you should be proud of the little things you're doing again I think a lot of people are understanding because so many people are in the same situation I mean, I don't know because I'm on Twitter so much and I feel like a lot of the time most Twitter people have health issues. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're not like Instagram n- where we're like right. pretending to be perfect. We're like telling people. How yeah. Shitty and it and is. so it's not always indicative of what uh, people in the real world are like. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has Maybe. their shit together right now. Yeah. So don't let that make you feel bad. All I hear every day in my psych classes are the importance of vitamin D, sun, and exercise. They're not the end cure for many people, but it's a great place to start. So this was sent in as just like an advice idea. Uh I would agree. Yeah. I'm trying, like when I do go outside and like when I walk around a bit and I get sun, I do feel better overall that day. Yeah. It is hard to get yourself to do that sometimes, especially now that it's like cold out probably much worse in other places yeah, in California. Not, California so like, it's not terrible but I, no I don't think it's like a like she said it's not a cure for mm-hmm. it but I think it can definitely help like I've been trying to go on more runs because it just kind of mm-hmm. helps me like clear my brain a little bit um, mm-hmm. and you got you have like a sun lamp thing yeah. that helps and I also will say I feel like sometimes on Twitter there's this mentality of like don't give people advice to just go outside or work out like yeah. that's not going to fix depression and that is true but mm-hmm. like you also should still try those things yeah. if you're not trying those things. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I, I mean, it is true. Like, that's not going to fix every yeah. person's mental health issues. But I wouldn't say, like, having that mindset is the best way to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think trying everything is important. Yeah, so. as you are doing. <laughs> you're like, really, Michaela? Do you think trying everything is important? Really? Is that what you think? <laughs> no, I think... I think it's just a great way to just like Mm -hmm. get out for a second, change up your um, surroundings a little bit. I mean, you're just, you're not going to just become happy, like sitting in your bedroom in the dark and not moving. (laughs) (laughs) So you might as well try something else to see if it works. I think that that's a big part of um, pandemic depression is that people don't have to leave the house Yeah. or like they maybe can't leave the house, but like they don't have stuff requiring their attention, Mm -hmm. like work or school or going places and a lot of the time, like having to do those commitments is actually helping you out. Yeah. And when you don't have to do them and you're sitting alone in your room, like we were talking about earlier, you're like in your head. you're not very happy. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this person was telling me a little bit about her issues. And then she said, despite years of therapy, I've only recently come to realize I have severe body dysmorphia and body image issues. The advice I want to share with you and the wonderful listeners of your podcast is that sometimes you really just got to focus on living and breathing and getting through the day. It can be extremely difficult to work on your mental health when every day feels like a crisis and you're struggling to survive, but it's important to get help and fight through the crisis so you can begin to work on the underlying issues. Also, there are crisis text lines that work wonders when you're struggling to first get help or in between sessions with a therapist. Okay, thanks. Love you guys. Yeah, I was mentioning a few of these things earlier because phone therapy doesn't work for me. It makes me just, I don't know, I just feel weird saying things out loud, but not seeing their faces. Like when you're on the phone with someone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like texting therapy has worked for me yeah. so like in-person therapy and texting therapy so i think that's another thing that people are struggling with right now like mm-hmm. the ways that they usually cope aren't options yeah. but um i would say like trying either phone or text therapy is a good attempt and i think a lot of the offices the therapists are doing like the telehealth type of thing so mm-hmm. you can like zoom calls with them so you can see their faces too yeah. so it's a little bit more personable you can see their reactions and everything yeah and when she said like focus on living and breathing that's a bit what i was saying with the meditation thing yeah just like grounding yourself and thinking more just in the immediate mm-hmm. and less about all of the struggles of the infinite yeah. universe. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. 
For the mental health episode, I've had ongoing depression and anxiety issues that I'm working on and are getting better. But whenever I do still have depressive episodes and anxiety attacks, how do I keep them from interfering with my relationship? Like, how do I avoid forcing all of my mental health problems onto my boyfriend without lying to him about how I'm feeling? This is one that I was struggling with recently Mm -hmm. because I'm in a relationship with someone who has the same issues I do. And we've noticed sometimes, like, if one of us is having a good day, if the other one starts conversations about being sad and yeah, depressed and kinda, stuff, it can kind of bring them down yeah. in the moment that they're feeling better. Mm-hmm. It's a very tough thing to navigate. Yeah. And, like, you don't want to lie and you also don't want to be sending the stupid, like, hey, are you in the right headspace to yeah. receive this information <laughs> text? But I don't know. Like, it's important to have that support system. And I would say, like, maybe just, like, limiting the amount yeah. that you bring it up because even... Sometimes I've noticed like talking about it can make it make it worse, worse for, for the me other per- oh, or for, for them. Yeah. Like not talking about like an important thing I need to vent about, mm-hmm. but like just being like, I'm so sad today yeah. but, like, in a way that doesn't really help. Like sometimes yeah. <laughs> using words that might even be a lie and saying them out loud. It's like the thing about um how smiling even when you're not happy can boost your serotonin. Yeah. I think that there is like benefit to not always talking about being sad Mm -hmm. and trying to avoid it because once it's like it's easier to get it out of your head yeah when you're not talking about it and i'm saying this as someone who just like Mm -hmm. ended things because i didn't want to put the other person through that yeah but i think it's important to also have those conversations not frequently i think you don't need to be doing that every day because like michaela was saying Mm -hmm. it can bring both of your moods down definitely Mm -hmm. but i think it is important to let your significant other or like friends you have let them know how you're feeling so mm-hmm. not trying to get they're not your therapist. You shouldn't be using them as your therapist. Yeah. But just to kind of like vent a little bit and not expect any anything from them. Yeah. And that's the fine line between like where is it healthy and unhealthy, like not using someone as your therapist and also still being able to go to them. Yeah. I wonder if like if it makes sense to have a day that you both like vent about the stuff that have been yeah. bothering you. Or like how, ha- you know, have Just a set time aside. set aside yeah. mm-hmm. where, you know, like you get that out because it's important to talk about stuff. Yeah. But only if there's not only if, but like the best way to talk about stuff is if they're specific, if you're trying to come to conclusions, if you're mm-hmm. trying to come to like resolution and answers and like things that you can kind of work together on making better. Mm-hmm. It is a fine line because you don't want to bring the mm-hmm. other person down, but at the same time, you don't want to like keep it all in to yourself because that makes it worse for yourself. Yeah. Cause we got another DM submission of a girl talking about how it's important to be selfish and put yourself first mm-hmm. sometimes and like to not feel guilty about doing that, Yeah, which is very difficult. <laughs> But yeah, and I can't imagine like, I wonder if it's harder if you're dating someone who doesn't, doesn't deal experience it. with it Yeah, because that's a totally different mm-hmm. beast. I don't even know if I've ever dated I someone who's mentally ever. healthy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, maybe that would be better for me. Maybe. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. I'm just wow. I'm He's going to be pissed. He's not going to listen. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that may, that's like a good question of how do you approach it if, the person you're seeing or your friends because yeah. i've had that happen where like a lot of the times my friends are like they're, they they're seemingly totally fine yeah they don't understand mm-hmm. what i'm going through and they they're like just be happy and i'm like i literally i literally cannot i think what's important is being you know on the same path to getting better mm-hmm. with your partner if you both have these issues mm-hmm. like you want to both be coming up with either ideas or like giving each other positive affirmations. Yeah. Like if you're wanting to complain to them, maybe send something about like, I'm trying this today yeah. or like saying this is going to be better in the future. You know, just like maybe just having something, showing some, th- some way to like try and fix it or mm-hmm. show you're working at your mental health. So it doesn't look like you're always just like complaining and not doing anything about it. Yeah, I think it's nice to work toward it together yeah. if that's the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. And again, like with all of these questions, I do want to say it is a lot harder right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I don't want anyone to feel bad that they're dealing with this. Mm-hmm. I want to reinforce that it's normal that you are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wonder what it's like to date a mentally healthy <laughs> I person. Know. I haven't done I it. wonder if it'd be like harder because you can't relate or if because they don't know what you're going through. I think they it would, would be just harder. make you a bit happier sometimes. I've definitely gotten people like talk to me about how 
they've dated someone who didn't have depression or anxiety or anything like that and they had a hard time relating Mm -hmm. and like didn't really understand but i can see how it would also like help Mm -hmm. them a little bit too like Mm. what if we had a friend who was just super (laughs) happy yeah that would be what if we had one other friend like why why don't we maybe we attract the people similar to us because like you ellie sloan my best friends yeah all (laughs) unhappy people (laughs) Fuck. Okay, next question. Oh, you should definitely talk about how antidepressants work differently for everyone. It took me trying five different medications until I found the one that works for me. Yeah, we talked about this also with therapists, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that is important to mention. When you're trying something like a therapist or a medication because that's been recommended to you, it is a lot to take on, mm. but it's important to not get discouraged yeah. if the first one doesn't work out because a lot of the time, like the thing that could really help everything could be just through the next door mm-hmm. that you were about to try. And I think it's important, like your friends may be taking some type of medication mm-hmm. or something like that. And, and, and if it doesn't work for you, it's important to not like give up hope. Like you were saying, just yeah. like keep on, keep on trucking on. I also have this with my ADHD, like, uh, Adderall mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. The other two didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. There was like a little bit, there was a little bit of it that helped but not really and that actually happens super commonly with people who have adhd sometimes like the medication doesn't work for them and it mm-hmm. works for all the people who don't have it yeah. so it's just like <laughs> this awesome study yeah. drug for everyone who <laughs> doesn't like, have adhd no, it but it doesn't work i yeah and i did try a few i still need to try vivance but yeah. I, I i sort of gave up like after three different kinds of adhd yeah. medication i was like fine nothing's like, working this isn't gonna work i'm never gonna be <laughs> motivated it's so also, don't do that <laughs> it also is hard when you have multiple things and you don't know which one to address first yeah. like should i be on adhd medication first and like maybe that'll help the depression stuff because mm-hmm. i'll be more motivated and you know i generally beat myself up about the fact that i haven't gotten stuff done and yeah. i don't feel good or should i address depression, depression first? first and you know it's yeah. complicated man <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of moving parts here question for the mental health episode when do you tell people about your mental illnesses? I feel like they impact so many aspects of my relationships, but honestly, my family still doesn't know about them. Is this something I have to tell people or can I keep it to myself? Um, and their bio is, and that's on mental illness love. <laughs> I just noticed. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the people in your life probably know if that's your bio, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question. To be honest, I feel like my life is pretty transparent on twitter to anyone who knows me i'm a very transparent person too um i get that it can be hard to bring up though because everything is sometimes hard to bring up when Mm -hmm. it's heavy to you um you certainly don't have to tell them but i think it's important also for people to understand you i think it's important to tell talk to at least like one or two people let Mm -hmm. them know how you're feeling so you're not handling this all alone yeah that's my kind of view on things yeah i'm not really sure though like if you make a new friend like at what point do you start saying like yeah i have depression yeah i don't know i just always (laughs) (laughs) it's just been part of my personality (laughs) (laughs) like oh we can tell (laughs) yeah um but yeah you shouldn't have to feel weird about talking to people i don't think it's gonna scare them off no i've never had that be the situation i mean it can be but <laughs> like if Matt if Matt and I are looking for a mentally healthy friend and they're like, by the way guys, I have depression, we'd be like, Okay, well you're cut. You're out. Like, so <laughs> we need someone else. You didn't fit. <laughs> no, I think you're fine. You, you can talk to people about it. All right, we've got a little list from Forbes. We were worried that we were never gonna make a <laughs> Forbes, Forbes yeah. list because um, you know It's usually like rich people or billionaires. Well, they're the same. Right. But <laughs> rich they, people or billionaires. They did a story about depression and we were like, hold on a second. We could be on that list. Yeah, we could be on a Forbes list. <laughs> yeah. So there's another thing for all of us to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> Just keep trying. <laughs> this is a Forbes list of um, how depression kind of presents itself. A couple of these we added in are also kind of what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is anxious. So needing to do a bunch of things to feel like you're staying busy. Mm-hmm. That's the one that my significant other has. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is the opposite of mine, which is can't do anything. Yeah. Trouble with basic tasks is Michaela's. Yeah. And then mine is isolating yourself. I get, I am so bad at oh. this one. I am like not great. 
I just like shut down and I need to be like, I'm like, don't anybody talk to me. I can't respond to anybody. I would be doing that if I wasn't in a relationship and I didn't do the podcast yeah. with you. No, like, I think that this is very helpful to me. So thank you. When I was living alone. <laughs> yeah. If you were, if, I, imagine if you were living alone here, that's why my not place, knowing anybody really. Yeah. That's why my place was always so messy. Remember in Arizona, like it still is now, but remember Arizona was <laughs> yeah, way worse. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> because no, I never saw anybody. Yeah. So you're just sitting in your house the whole time. Yeah. Um, and so I can't, with that, the isolating yourself because this one's important to me so mm-hmm. i came up with like a a few different ways to kind of stay connected to different people mm-hmm. especially when it's like hard during covid right now so this sounds stupid but i think it could be fun joining a virtual book club or something like that i love that idea. yeah plan a social distance picnic with a friend once a week have someone in your life you can talk about mm-hmm. uh what you're feeling whether that's a therapist or a friend um, and then just FaceTime calls with uh, friends every week. I think it's just important to stay connected. Yeah, this is what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode where like sometimes things in normal life like jobs or school kind of force you out of uh-huh. things that f- make your depression worse like isolation. Yeah. And we don't all we don't have, have that, that right now. Yeah. So that's something that's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. I will say like doing the podcast has been nice because we know like one day a week, every week we're going to, we have a plan and yeah. we're going to see each other. And like, I don't have a lot of other structure. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's good to have. This is nice to have. The next one is externalized symptoms. So th- we kind of touched on this earlier. So this has to do with like excessively drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. um, sometimes seeking out an affair outside of the relationship, becoming aggressive or withdrawing from those you love. I think it's important to note with this one, though, that even though depression is very normal and Mm -hmm. it's a thing that a lot of people have, if your significant other is doing things like excessive drinking or having an affairs because of the depression, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you necessarily have to be be okay with it. Yeah, you don't have to be okay with that because then that's going to affect your own mental health. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. got questions about that as well that perhaps we can get more into in a later week Mm -hmm. because we got a lot of really good questions about this topic, but it's like when does someone else's depression and the things that they do because of it like Mm -hmm. when do you draw the line with that type of situation and be like okay i need to focus on me Mm -hmm. or like is it ever okay to be like i can't you know keep trying to fix you anymore yeah and i think that's definitely try to fix people but like (laughs) that came out wrong but you know what i mean yeah no i understand i can't try to like be your rock Mm -hmm. because it's breaking me oh my god that was beautiful (laughs) michaela (laughs) wow so yeah that's important to watch out for and like if you are someone who struggles with this please like just don't like make Anybody the people in your is. life suffer yeah yeah try and keep it to yourself as much as possible <laughs> i know yourself. it's sometimes hard but <laughs> don't really i don't know i don't know where i was going They're gonna, that. someone's gonna take like a little audio clip of one of our comments <laughs> here yourself. and be like look at how fucking insensitive <laughs> they are like, it's gonna listen. cut like cut and paste depression keep it to yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's very complicated okay um some more are um, lashing out, mm-hmm. inability to concentrate, extreme guilt. Mm-hmm. I feel this one a lot. I feel like I'm guilty of not doing anything. Like I went to college. I had I, my parents fortunately paid for it all for me, mm-hmm. and now I'm like not doing anything with it. So I feel like I just want. I need to remember that it's hard right now. Um, it's I wouldn't that, say you're not doing well, anything with it. Yeah, I with my biology degree maybe though. Right. Yeah. But like like the person who sent in the stuff about their GPA, it's really not the end all. Like mm-hmm. you can get any fucking degree with whatever GPA and yeah. still get a job. Jobs out of like, it. Like yeah. First of all, college is fucking ridiculous Stupid. anyway with yeah. the way that they hire people afterwards. Yeah. They'll They're be like, like, you need ten years of experience, and we're like, I just graduated like a month ago actually. Yeah. <laughs> And then a few more. You don't see smiley faces. So this one I kind of didn't understand at first, but I read more about it. And it's only seeing the negative things in certain Mm -hmm. situations. So say a good thing happens, but then there's like one tiny little like shitty thing that happened with that Mm -hmm. situation. You're only fixated on that negative part. And that's one that I've noticed like in my relationship. That's something that we both try to work on for each other. Like if we're listing some stuff that really bothered us that day mm-hmm. trying to be like oh but like remember this yeah. like focus on like remember the when positives. that happened because yeah. that was really good and you know there's hope for this because of that and trying to sort of remind the people in your life of the better things can be really mm-hmm. helpful maybe just like reaching out to a friend and 
I don't know. It'd be cool to maybe I'll start doing this, like texting mm-hmm. a friend once a day that I know is like, or maybe not once a day because that's annoying. Don't text anybody every day. What? But <laughs> I don't want to text you someone text every day. You text me every day. I text you every day, but like someone, I don't know. But like just like saying like, hey, I saw this. Like for us, it would be this tweet. I thought mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Or just complimenting them somehow yeah. to kind of remind them that Wait, they're Ellie like doing good. Wait, Ellie sent me a really cute text today. I'm going to read it. Okay. How are you doing today? What can I do to make you smile? I'm sensing slanty face vibes. (laughs) See, Ellie. (laughs) Based on my tweets. And then, um, yeah, she was just like texting me about stuff that we can do next year Mm -hmm. and like asking me how the podcast is going. You know, just like it's very nice. Just having conversations with people. I have really good friends. You do. I feel very lucky. I saw your tweet on one of your accounts where Mm -hmm. you're like, I talked to like three people and then it was like your phone call list. And it's like three of us like nobody else like five times a day <laughs> yeah. it's just like my mom and then you and yeah it, I, I think it's nice we talked about this or no we didn't talk about this i hear this on a different podcast but when you're older a lot of the time you'll just have two really good friends yeah and like they'll just be really great friends for you instead of having like 10 average or like mm-hmm. not great friend not best friends you have like two best friends that you can go to with anything yeah i've noticed that like even though i'm very upset with my own self mm-hmm. i still like talking to my friends about their problems mm-hmm. and sometimes that actually makes me feel better yeah or like talking to them about their lives or like just trying to like ask them about things that i know they might be excited about yeah. you know so just trying to brighten their moods a little bit well, that's all we've got on depression. <laughs> it's, it's actually not all we got. We've, we've got like a lot of yeah, questions about we this could go on and for a, a lot of time. different subjects. But, you know, I think we will save some of these mm-hmm. and perhaps throw them into the end yeah. of other episodes. There's so much to address, but we are very proud of you. If you got out of bed today, you know, if you washed your sheets we're very proud of you for that. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't, if, yeah, you, just if you didn't do any of that, we're so proud of you. Drank water and made yourself a sandwich, whatever. Yeah. Like that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. It's so hard right now. And literally if you struggle with this in normal life, mm-hmm. there's a high chance that the ways you usually cope aren't possible for you to do anymore. So, you know, it's really rough, but there's a lot of hope right now. There is. Just keep making plans for the future, writing down the little things you're proud of making to do lists, writing things you're grateful for setting up friend dates uh socially mm-hmm. distance of course yeah trying to find something that could give you a little structure like yeah. one thing a week or you know if you're someone who has more stuff going on than me <laughs> uh, maybe five things a week i don't know <laughs> um making your friends hold you accountable sometimes is good too or your parents but yeah sometimes a really really bad slump can be the wake-up call you need Mm -hmm. and i've had that in my life like a lot of my really good times my biggest comebacks like making she rates dogs or having a really good academic semester or like making um, a big career move has been because of something really bad Mm -hmm. like a year before or two years before or the season before and I've noticed that a lot of things tend to work themselves out. You just got to stick in there. Keep going. We've got plenty of different um, advice options for things to do because yeah. I try them all. So. <laughs> now but we've yeah. got the bachelor. Excited the, for the future. The, oh, the, now we've got the bachelorette. The bachelorette. Yes. Um, I am loving this season. Yes, it's, I am. I really like Tasha a lot. It's very different. Um, It's obviously sped up. They're mm-hmm. not going a bunch of crazy places, but the conversations are so nice. Mm-hmm. I really like the final four. Usually they have a dramatic person in the final four, like someone that's still the villain. Yeah. Well, now there's three, right? Did she? S- oh, yeah. She sent Ben home. Yeah. So Ben is gone. Riley's gone. Noah is gone. And oh Blake gosh. is gone. I was so sad about Riley. Yeah. I really liked Riley. I don't know. He was just seemed so into her. So yeah. genuine. Mm-hmm. But they all are really into her. I was hoping for Ben. But now after this last episode, mm-hmm. he just didn't seem like like he really truly cared about her so i was like uh yeah and i think he did but he also like maybe wasn't ready like maybe mm-hmm. this was the person that he needed to be like okay i want a family and yeah. i want to try to like find a relationship but not the person he was meant to end up with yet yes like, it was a moment for him that was necessary mm-hmm. but not the person he was going to end up with yeah perhaps. i am really rooting for zach now zach is my top number one that's so weird that's the one that i like the least really i like, ivan, like i've i've always said i like ivan and brendan yeah. and riley i really um, like zach i think they're i think they just do a bunch of fun little dates together i think they're very cute mm-hmm. But this, their date was fun. The little da- New York. Yeah. Was cute. I thought the um obviously they couldn't go fly to all these homes because of COVID. So mm-hmm. they brought like 
home to them. Everybody, they have like a couple family members from each guy come mm-hmm. um, to the villas or whatever they are. And they had little cute dates for each of them that kind of like reminded them of home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I just thought it was a very cute COVID friendly thing. It was a fun episode. I liked the little carnival. Yeah. It's always fun to see their families and how they interact. Mm-hmm. Any main takeaways or fears for next week? There was also the mental all episode. Um, Yosef didn't have any apologies. Oh my God, Yosef. Can we talk about him? Yosef. Fucking Yosef sucks. Been a bitch, stays yeah. a bitch, will be a bitch. I'm glad that like all these guys have their own drama, whatever. But I'm glad that every single one seemed to fucking hate Yosef because Yosef fucking sucked. I'm so tired of his face. And then did you see his post where he like, did a Instagram picture in his underwear and just his underwear after he attacked Claire for making the guy. Yeah. And nobody brought that up. I I was waiting for one of the fucking dudes to bring that up because he stayed with the, it was embarrassing for you guys. And they're like, I wasn't embarrassed. Nobody wasn't fucking embarrassed. (laughs) They were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I hate him. It actually blows my mind that he watched that back. And And he was was like, like, I didn't do anything wrong. He was like, yes, hell yeah. (laughs) I stood up for all those dudes. And then someone was like, then say someone say like, would you be okay with the guy if they did this Mm -hmm. to your daughter? And he was like, yeah. If she was out of line. Yeah. Like, like, what what the fuck? I will say I am excited for the Bachelor and paradise season Mm -hmm. that this will lead to Yeah, because I think that there's a fun and also a lot of, or a fun group of guys, but also like a lot of guys I really want to root for still. And I'm very hopeful that on bachelor in paradise they're gonna you know be there and yeah be, and find, find love. love and like it's it's fun to watch that show because it's not just like one person ending up with someone at yeah. the end it's a bunch of couples a lot of people are finding love nice. yeah yeah so we're loving the bachelor i can't believe it's the finale I know. this week when you're listening to it um well hopefully zach wins yeah i still don't know which one i want the most maybe i don't know ivan's quiet i but think I you feel like, like brendan because when brendan came up on the screen you started screaming and you're like yes yes yes, yes. like <laughs> i want them to be together <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well when i when they actually give ivan a lot of screen time and show their actual conversations mm-hmm. and like their chemistry a bit more i feel like they don't show him as much yeah i don't and think I feel they do like either they he's a bit more reserved so mm-hmm. they're like eh, boring yeah but, but when they actually show it, i'm like oh that, like, i love them together yeah so i don't know yeah well that's all we've got for today ah. Yeah, who knows what we'll talk about next week, nope. but it'll be good. Yeah. So <laughs> tune in next week. Leave us voicemails if you have any thoughts. Um, if you want to follow us, the Instagram and Twitter accounts are She Rates Dogs Pod. You can find our individual <laughs> handles in the bios. Um, if you want, you can call us at 929-274-3261 if you have any questions or if you just want to leave an angry voicemail. Okay, bye. I'm going to run out real quick, but I'll be back in like 30 seconds. Wait, where are you going? To the bathroom. Oh, my God. What the heck? Look. Abby sent me flowers. That is so nice. I have such good friends. (laughs) I really do. Ah! Flowers. What the fuck? I'm going to cry. Why are people so nice to me? What's the note saying? Michaela, we're all thinking of you and rooting for you during this difficult time. We're here for you if you ever need anything. And we hope this brightens up your day with so much love. Abby, Ellie, Matt, Clark, Rosie Sloan, Kalavi, and Diane. What? You guys are so sweet! Got her! I'm gonna cry! (laughs)